Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9, amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or online at krcl.org. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Energy Healing Conference, Five Wives Vodka, and Market Source Real Estate. We're going to be telling you more about them throughout this episode. And before we get into this episode, I want to wish Chrissy a happy birthday. Aw, thanks. I'm getting old. You are getting old. I mean, I just, <laughs> we, today, actually, why we're recording this is, it is, is my birthday. your birthday. It's and, a great birthday uh, present. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday. Thanks. Hey, welcome to episode 385 of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. My name's Chris Hollifield. And my name's Chrissy Hollifield. And if you're new to the show, you might be wondering what it's all about. Our podcast is all about showcasing awesome people in Salt Lake City. We get to talk to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, really anyone who might have a cool story to share. And we're recording today right in beautiful downtown Salt Lake City. In our podcast studio, it's located in the back of Empire Merchandise. Empire Merchandise is located at 680 South State Street. And not only does Empire have an amazing selection of vape juice and vape accessories, but this is where you can come and purchase your very own I Am Salt Lake podcast t-shirt. So stop on in, check this place out, and pick up a t-shirt while you're here. Hey, who's on the podcast today, Chrissy? Today on the podcast, we got to sit down and talk with Tammy Anderson Ward. We get to talk about what got her interested in energy healing and all the conferences she puts on and what motivates her, homeschooling, and of course all about the upcoming Energy Healing Conference. Now full disclosure, Energy Healing Conference is one of our amazing sponsors, but we really wanted to bring Tammy on this episode and find out more about her story and what motivated her to start putting on these conferences. Hey, before we get into that conversation here in just a moment, I want to give love to one of our awesome sponsors, Market Source Real Estate. I know we have a lot of listeners. You guys are looking to move to Salt Lake City. Well, this is where you need to contact our friends, Monique and Jeremy Higginson of Market Source Real Estate. For the past 17 years, they have been specializing in helping people buy and sell homes in the Sugar House and Greater Salt Lake area. With a background of flipping houses and owning almost two dozen homes themselves, they really know the ins and outs of older homes. And if you're looking to sell your home, Market Source Real Estate specializes in helping sellers update or repair their homes to increase their value and help make sellers more money. If you're looking to buy an old home, they know what to look for in older homes so you don't end up buying a money pit. Find their info at thinksaltlakecity.com or give them a call at 801-810-6773. Again, their website, thinksaltlakecity.com. Phone number 801-810-6773. Monique and Jeremy Higginson, that's who you need to contact over there. And many thanks to Market Source Real Estate for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's jump into that conversation with Tammy Anderson Ward when she came over to our podcast studio to share her story. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. Uh, You said you've listened to a handful of episodes. Uh Uh-huh. You've probably heard us ask the question of what did your childhood smell like? I don't yeah. know if you heard us ask yeah. that one. What did yours smell like? Well, I was thinking about that. If they asked me that question, what would I say? It's an interesting question because it makes you like think about it a little bit. Like what did my, mine would be like ocean air and goats. Oh we yeah, because you're goats. from Ventura. Ventura. You see, right. you, you know me, Tammy. <laughs> That's right. I knew your mom was a hippie and you were born at home. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I was like, you go boy. <laughs> Any memories of your childhood with smells? Or, oh man, uh, we we moved so much when I was growing up that it really it's a huge mixture. It's like this huge cocktail of tons of different styles because we moved around so much. So smells from Colorado, California, Utah, definitely Idaho, back and forth between Utah and Idaho quite a bit, but lots and lots of dirt and TV. Why were you moving around so much? What was com- um. The nice answer is my mom and dad got married and divorced. I was yeah. They were divorced when I was about two and then continues being married and divorced quite a few times, five times for my mom by the time I was 10. 
and then just not super stable home life. So we just moved around a lot. Super grateful for that now, but it was kind of hard back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. that's tough as a kid because you kind of don't really know exactly where you land all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. interesting. But no, it's good. You know, you have all these things and hopefully we'll get into this on this conversation because to me, at least from the outside, you've done all these incredible things and it just goes to show you can have not the best life growing up, but you can make something amazing for yourself. It's never too late, right? I guess. Oh yeah. I, I feel bad for people when they say, oh yeah, my childhood sucked. And then, you know, and that's why my adult life sucks. And I'm like, oh man, do you have any idea how many people have overcome really hard crap? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they've overcome really hard stuff and just been able to really transform and, and help other people around them. So I don't ever think anybody should use what happened to them as yeah. a kid, as an excuse, but maybe even as a, as a as jumping it, off point to kind <laughs> to of help. restart their life a little bit. Yeah. Now, where do you call home now? I mean, Utah, I guess is home for you, right? Yeah. Well, we we're about 20 minutes West of Logan. So almost to the Idaho border. Wow. So you had a little bit of a drive today. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize how far away you <laughs> lived. I'm sorry you had to, we should have Skyped this. Yeah. No, no. Are you kidding? I was excited. I mean, this is more fun though. No, yeah. There is something fun. I mean, that was actually one of the things when I started this podcast, I'm like, I want to be able to look people in the eye. Yeah. I want to be able to see you know, feelings, thoughts, you know, yeah. so you can't always feel that when you do it over a phone or yeah. Skype or, or whatnot. But, uh, you know, so you and I, we've been Facebook friends for a while. I've been watching a lot of what you have going on, a lot of things that you're doing. I mean, you're putting on some amazing conferences, which we'll get into here, but you have a, you have a large family yourself. I do. And <laughs> how many kids do you have? I have eight. Eight kids. So Chrissy mm-hmm. comes from a family of eight kids. I do. I don't, I don't know how you guys do it. How? Okay. And this is why I was telling Chrissy this before you got here. I was like, I got to find, how do you manage your time? What are your secrets here for uh, how busy you are? Well, and how also- old are your kids too? I mean, like what are the age groups? Right. So I'm 39. I'll be 40 this fall. And I, my oldest is 20 years old. She's actually a mom married, has her own baby. Actually, my second grandbaby's on the way right now. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And I'm super excited. And then um, it just goes down like every year or every two years, you know, down, down the pike. And we've got so 20, 19, 17, those oldest three are girls. You know, Chrissy, you came from a family, but you know, those, those older ones, man, <laughs> they take you, care of things. You got to make sure that they can like really help anyway. Oh yeah. They've definitely helped a lot. And then I have four boys and they are my best teachers. I have learned so many uh, lessons of patience and, you know, like, holy crap, how do people, how do moms with lots of boys overcome this kind of stuff? Right. And then I have one little princess. She's four. So all the way from 20 oh. down to four. <laughs> What got you into conferences, putting on conferences and, and were you speaking at events before like you ever put on your first conference or how did that happen for you? How, so, how long ago? So this is, this is actually an interesting question and it definitely goes back to my kids because I've been a homeschool mom for 12 years and, uh, you know, I was telling my kids, you know, you can be, you can do, you can have anything, you know, that you want. You're really the, the world is really your oyster. You know what I mean? You can, you could literally make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah. It's like you're at a restaurant and you get to choose from this menu that is, has endless opportunities. And my, my oldest daughter, she looked at me one day and I'll never forget it. I was sitting on the couch. She approached me. She had her arms crossed. You know how they got a little hip check going on <laughs> and their little sass. And she said, I'm calling your bluff. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, yeah, I don't buy into that. And I don't believe you. She said, look at you, you're sitting here telling us all this, but look at you. What are you accomplishing? What dreams are you fulfilling for yourself? And I was like, you know, she turned, she grabbed a mirror and she literally put it on me and was like, so (laughs) if you really believe that I'm listening to what you do, not what you say. Holy crap. Talk about how old is she at this time? She's 20 well, now. Now, now she was, but at that time, back then she was about 12 or 13 yeah, years old. I was old. just wondering what that was <laughs> yeah. like. To hear. Did you tell her, are you ready to pick up the slack so I can go do stuff? Cause <laughs> oh, yeah. she got, she had to definitely step into that a little bit. You know, now, oh, yeah. we, now we actually do have a nanny, somebody who helps me with the kids during the day. 
Um, we do have a housekeeper that comes three times a week. I don't really like messes and just a lot of the stuff that I would be doing at home if I wasn't working. We definitely have somebody come and fill that. So there's not a empty void there. But I'm sure you haven't always had that either, though. No. I'm sure there was the <laughs> struggle of of doing the conferences and doing all this stuff. And you didn't have a nanny and you didn't have a housekeeper either. So because yeah. sometimes I, I even You're think right. like sometimes I know how it is even with this podcast where people, you know, they see where you're at now instead of like, well, what is, what is all the obstacles that we had to get through to get to where we're at now? Right. But, uh, oh, yeah. so what was the very first conference the that very, you put on? The very first conference I ever did was called the winter homeschool conference. And we have done that as an annual event every year since 2014. The very first one we did was a huge learning experience for me, but we had 600 attendees at the very first one. And um, really, it was just, I was trying to help other homeschoolers. I saw this huge trend where a lot of them were putting their kids back in public school, even though they didn't want to, but they were burnt out and everything by about January, February. And so we have done this as an annual event. Um, and it's literally the largest homeschool conference, not just in Utah, but also in states around. We've had about 1,500 for the last three years in a row. So it just continually grows and it's for youth and Adults, and yeah. you're and you're still doing this. Yeah, we're still doing this. Now, did, did you know I was homeschooled? I did not know that. Did I, I never heard. I, that I never. One. I never went to public school. I never homeschooled my entire yeah. my wow. entire educational, uh, except in California. So I mean, it's well, fifty. Uh, I was about fifteen, sixteen when I when the family moved to uh, yeah. to Utah County and then continued it there. But yeah, uh, and look at you, you're semi normal. Hey, you know, <laughs> semi normal. That, that's, that's what I tell people. I say, hey, you know, well, do you want your kids to turn out like me? No, we I'm, actually I'm, we actually have that talk a lot because I was public schooled and he was yeah. homeschooled, and we're like. He's like, you know, you, you kind of turned out okay. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of turned out okay too. <laughs> no, it, it is fun. interesting though. You, it's in, uh, Homeschooling is interesting and that's even a topic for another, another yeah. uh, podcast probably. But uh, are you it, still homeschooling right now though? I have some that I still homeschool right now. My wow. 17 year old, my 14 year old, and then I have a four year old that we definitely do a lot of educational stuff with. But yeah. how do you find the time to juggle like <laughs> that plus working plus just everything that you have to do? Well, Chris, you know, because you, 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 you get a nanny. Well, it's not <laughs> like one? I'm like sitting down with them from, you know, 8 a.m. to, you know, 4 p.m. every day where I'm like, okay, look, checking their assignments. It's not like that. Homeschooling is life. Yeah. It, well, it's life and, uh, yeah. There is a lot of, of lots of learning opportunities. Lots of learning opportunities. It's a little more over. exactly. Yeah. It's not so much like here's the next period of fifty minutes, yeah. the next period of fifty <laughs> exactly. minutes, and but yeah, that's that's that makes a lot sense. of it. That makes but, sense. And then a lot of it also depends on. There's so many different curriculums too yeah. that that parents can teach. Well, but, and uh, and the kids are different, and so they have different yeah. interests and passions and things that they're pursuing. And so I get them in classes that they're super interested in. And gosh, the tutors that really like what their passion is like my 17 year old right now she has never gone to public school until this year she took two classes and she came to me one day and she said mom can I please pull out of those and I said why like what's going on and she said I just I just feel like it's a waste of my time like oh, wow. the teachers are just doing lots of disciplinary stuff and I'm just I'm not learning anything and I just I kind of dread it and yeah. so I'm like, you know, what? I'm not going to make you do anything that you don't want to do. So she came home and, she, you know, she's getting way more educational type things done during those hours that she would have been able to do had she been sitting in a class just waiting for the kid next to her to shut up. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, totally. <laughs> so this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Five Wives Vodka. Not only is Five Wives Vodka delicious, but they are local and they are mighty tasty. Hey, the next time you head on over to the state liquor store, make sure to pick up a bottle of Five Wives Vodka. Or the next time you head on over to your neighborhood bar, ask for Five Wives Vodka by name. Because every time you take a shot of Five Wives Vodka, you are supporting this podcast. Hey, they have three different flavors that Chrissy and I are going to tell you about. They have the original Five Wives Vodka. This is the first one that I ever drank many years ago. And I was like, hey, these guys are onto something. This stuff's good. This is made from Utah Mountain Spring Water. It's 100% distilled corn spirit and it's gluten-free. The spring is hidden in beautiful Ogden Canyon. It's inaccessible by vehicle. So they're having to hike this water out five gallons at a time. 
For those of you who like a little more spice in your drink, you have to check out Five Wives Sinful. Sinful is a delicious cinnamon-flavored vodka. It's unlike other cinnamon products that leave a cinnamon candy taste in your mouth. Sinful is like a morning cinnamon roll, and it only has 76 calories per ounce. And if you thought Sinful was good, check out the Five Wives Heavenly. This is another one of their flavored vodkas, but with a delicious vanilla taste. Heavenly's rich, buttery vanilla flavor comes through without coating your taste buds with sugar, and this results in more vanilla and less calories. Head on over to their website, fivewivesvodka.com. They have drink recipes there, all the uh, fun history stuff about Five Wives Vodka, so you can get to know them better. But like I said in the beginning, just pick up a bottle the next time you head on over to the state liquor store. Ask for it by name the next time you head on over to your neighborhood bar, because every time you take a shot of Five Wives Vodka, you're supporting the podcast And of course, many, many thanks to Five Wives Vodka for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's talk about the conference coming up here in uh, Salt Lake City, June 21st, 22nd, if I'm not mistaken, Energy Healing Conference. Yeah. I I guess give give the elevator pitch really quick. I actually really love listening to your podcasts. And the one that you did last week, episode, well, it was episode 383, right? Yeah. With Gordon Peterson, Dr. Gordon Peterson. He's actually been somebody on my radar for a while because I've read some of his books. Oh, so you and, know who he was. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm one of his like biggest fans and I love silver. So anyway, there's my little plug for him. Yeah. But yeah. Go back and listen. <laughs> seriously. We've been using his silver since he yeah, came on. Yeah. Great. I know. And like his lozenges and stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm a big fan of alternative health and I have been for a while. In fact, my oldest daughter gets called the oil lady. My 17 year old got called a hippie the other day because she brought in a container of tea. She was drinking some tea <laughs> and everybody's like, what's that smell? Where's the hippie? And, you know, that was just at her ballroom dance class. And, you know, it's just kind of funny. Like, I just really am super interested in things that work in effective alternative health options and energy healing came on my radar because of some things that happened with a couple of my little kids Um, a few years ago. And I just, I got so excited because it worked and, and it worked fast and it wasn't invasive and it didn't cost a fortune. Do you care to share what it was? And no, I don't mind. I don't mind sharing it all. Um, the first one was with my little boy. He was two years old at the time and he actually had a swollen, mm, is this okay if I say this word? He had a swollen testicle. (laughs) I told you you could swear. <laughs> Christy's like, what swear? is she going to say? I know. Well, it's like, it, what's the worst now thing I you can say right now? Now i got to mark this podcast explicit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> this is too fun. Okay, so he really did, though. And as a mom, I was pretty concerned, you know, and I was talking to some of my friends who are in the medical industry, and the traditional approach would have been for them to scrape out his testicles. Oh, wow. And oh, at gosh. the time, I mean, I didn't really know that much about anatomy, but I was like, I know that's going to change his whole life. How old was he? Like, Scrape out as in remove them? No, like go in and like take everything out. Oh. And then just like. Interesting. Anyway, so I'm I'm like, yeah, I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Well, apparently that was common practice for this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like, yeah, I don't really think I'm going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm a praying person. I was praying like hardcore. What do I do next? What do I do next? My brother's been an iridologist for, I don't know, like 15, 16 years. He couldn't tell me what to do. I went to lots and lots of different places trying to find the answer. And finally, this one iridologist I'd come across, she said, look, I know there's something wrong with your son's testicle. And I was kind of wigged out because I'm like, I didn't even tell you why we were here. Like, how did you even know? Nobody had told her. She just knew by looking at the map inside of his iris. Wow. Can I ask you what an iridologist is? Yeah, an iridologist is somebody who studies the map inside of the eye. So the iris, right? They're kind of like, you know, acupuncturists look at the maps on the ears or in different parts of the body. A foot reflexologist or a foot zonologist looks at the map on the bottom of the foot. Okay. So there's different maps all over your body, right? And each vein in your your eye can like tell... What's going on? It's pretty amazing. Yeah, these so the, the right inside the color spot. In fact, you can you can even find you can even like identify certain emotional things, not just physical attributes of what a person is going through. And so it's I don't know, it's really interesting yeah. to me. It is. No, it's fascinating. <laughs> so yeah, and so anyway, she says, but I know that it's emotional, and I know that this this woman could help you. And she wrote down a phone number, and 
I was like, all right, this is kind of unusual. I'll call this lady, whatever. I called her up and I, I consider myself an open-minded person, you know, Yeah. but I, I have to share this with you. If she would have told me she was a quote unquote energy her healer or worker or something like that, I probably wouldn't have gone to her. You would have hung up the phone. I probably would have been like, that's like weird, you know, stuff. I don't know. Weird juju stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I don't know. I just don't think I would have gone. And so I'm really grateful they didn't tell me because in the appointment, it only took about five minutes for her to quote unquote clear it. Uh And um, we never had a problem with it again. And this, this issue. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is a physical issue had been happening on and off for about a year. And it was gone in five minutes in that appointment. And it never came back. And it never came back. And so wow. when I when I said to this woman, I, I'm like, I need to schedule another appointment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else can you help us with? You know? And I said, I want to learn how to do what you're doing. Like I love people. I want to oh. help people. And so I started taking classes and getting certified. And and I mean, I really was getting ready to start my own practice when I decided that I genuinely did not want to limit myself to just help one person at a time. And that's when I started in the conferences. So what kind of stuff does she typically help with? Like energy, anything? Really anything. Yeah. Yeah, There's so many things. I mean, obviously if you like had been hit by a train or something and you have these like serious acute symptoms, (laughs) you're not going to go to your energy worker. You know, there's, there's definitely a place and a time for all different types of, of people that are going to help you with your health. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So this led you to do the energy healing conference and because that's what I think we started, right? With like talking about mm-hmm. this conference coming yeah. up. Yeah. Like how did in, I get into it? Yeah. How, well, mm-hmm. this, the, the conference in, in Salt Lake on the 21st, the tw- 21st, 22nd. How many energy healing conferences have you put on? Um, this will be, I think it's my 60th. It's either my 59th Holy. or my 60th. Yeah. We, wow. we did that very first one in 2014 and we had 1400 attendees. This was my second conference ever. And wow. we had 1400 people and we had people from over 20 states and three countries at that very first one. And remember, I'm a homeschool mom at that time, had no employees, had no, really, I had never been to school to learn how to do events or anything like that. But just really felt like this was filling a need. I mean, isn't that what business is, is where you're helping people? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. exactly. So you exactly. need fill a need, you know? So what exactly. can people expect if they go to this energy healing conference at so, the uh, Salt Palace? Yeah, it's at the Salt Palace. Now, we we really like it when people get to customize their own experience. There's nothing worse than, you know, you go to a conference and you're like, this is kind of a boring speaker. I don't really want to be here. But if you go and there's all these different choices, you get to literally go to where really it's like, you know, you feeling like you're gravitating towards wanting to learn more about that. So we've got everything from fermenting. Cause I know you, I was <gasps> I going to go to that one. Yeah. Can we go to that yeah, one? No, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm I, like I so it. into ferment. I haven't never done it, but I'm so excited about the idea of fermenting. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. And all of the health benefits, right? Yeah. And that teacher specifically, she's amazing. She is going to do a hands-on process and show you how to do stuff right there. Oh, that's so cool. And she's got tons of freebies and stuff. So it's not like she's going to like give you a recipe and tell you how to do it. She's going to show you how to do it. It's like a workshop. Exactly. Well, these are, there's a lot of benefits of being at a live event. And one of them is you get to see and feel and, and be there in the experience. It's so different than just even a YouTube video. It's different. You know what I mean? Cause you're there. Exactly. So that's one of the classes. We've also got things on foot zoning and what energy healing is for beginners, for people who are like, I don't even know what this is. Like, where do I even get started? You know what I mean? To moms who maybe want to be able to, to let their kids go to sleep easier at night. Maybe they've had some sleep issues. We've got Dr. Bennett is going to be coming and talking about all different kinds of things with sleep. So, I mean, really, it doesn't matter where you are in your health or journey right now. If you just want to learn about any topic, there's so many. There's like, I think there's 72 classes to choose from over the two days. So I think it's safe to say there's something for everybody. Yeah. Really. <laughs> if if yeah. there are two classes that you want to take at the same time, but you can't, is there an option for people to go like download videos later? Oh, yeah. We have, um, well, you, if they're all done by MP3. Okay. But yeah, they're going to come with the handouts for the conference and and really just tons and tons of different materials so that you can keep moving, keep That's going awesome. Along. And then you have some pretty big name keynote speakers. I don't know if you want to mention oh, yeah. any, but yourself, one of them. Yeah, thanks. Well, I've been teaching all over the country. In yeah. fact, I, every quarter I teach over 200 people what energy healing is and mm-hmm. then over 12-week 
time frame, they join in online in our video and we literally teach them how to do hands-on energy healing basics. And so I absolutely love doing the hands-on classes, also teaching about the healing stones and crystals. A lot of people are being really you know, interested in that. It's more than just like, oh, it looks nice on a piece of jewelry. You know what I mean? You can use them for all different types of things. So um, we also have Carol Tuttle. Carol Tuttle is a big name in the energy healing um, industry, really. She's one of those pioneers that, I don't know, back when it was weird, kind of like how you were saying how your mom was like, oh, this was back before it was cool. Oh, it was. Yeah. I mean, I remember going to health food stores and being like, oh my gosh, don't let my friends see me (laughs) shopping here, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. My grandma used to have us gargle cayenne pepper whenever we got a sore throat. Been there, done that one. Yeah. Here. A little apple cider vinegar yep. with the, the yep. cayenne. Every day. Yeah. Every, that was what my grandma did every day. Yep. <laughs> I just I just go for whiskey, man. <laughs> Clears Make it right up. Hot toddy. <laughs> so Carol Tuttle's one of our keynote speakers. And then we also have Benjamin King from the Blue Petal Foundation. He's based out of Utah County right now, but he is a really big name um, for Qigong. And love learning from him. And he teaches in a way that even if you're brand new to this stuff, But you want to learn about Chinese health. You want to learn about things that traditionally was done um, with Chinese health. You're going to want to go to his class for sure. And actually, that's general admission on Friday. So awesome. I mean, huge general session. You definitely want to get your seats right away if you want to be able to get in there for sure. I've actually been curious. What is Qigong? That is a wonderful question. What you should come to the conference Qigong? to find out. We should go to the conference to find out. I'll let you know. I'll let all of the listeners know. After we <laughs> is, it, is it some kind of like uh, martial arts or something? Is well, it, uh, some some people say that it looks like martial arts because if you really start looking at it, it's got some relaxation yeah. techniques. It's meditation. It's really a way to be able to just help focus your mind and help release things that have been weighing down, weighing you down, which we know stress has a huge to do with our health. Oh, for sure it does. It affects everything. It really does. All the free radicals. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. How many people do you think are going to come out to this conference? We're going to have 4,000 people over the two-day conference. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. This is going to be our biggest conference. Last year at our Salt Palace conference, we did uh, 2,500 and so we've expanded our space. So we have room and we're, we already have 2,500 registered right now. And I think you mentioned at the beginning how you're doing these all over. Yeah. Why are you doing them all over? Well, some people for health reasons or work or whatever, you know, maybe it's economical reasons. They can't always travel to Salt Lake. So we always do one every spring in Arizona. In fact, I'm going to Arizona this next weekend to do some more classes down there. But Arizona, California, I mean, mean, there's just, there's a huge interest. Sure. Well, I know there is. I just didn't, a lot of times people just kind of do their conferences in their own little city. Just over and over. Because it's a lot of work to set up a conference in another city, in another state even. Yeah. Because even Salt Lake isn't, it's not a hop, skip and a jump for you either. Well, I guess it sort of is, but it's not, you know, super close. (laughs) When you live in a rural area like I am. Everything is. Everything is a hop, skip and a jump. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's. You know, I really, I really enjoy meeting people from different locations. I love meeting people from all different backgrounds, you know, religious uh, affiliations and just different parts of really just different schools of thoughts. You know what I mean? There's so many different types of people that are feeling attracted to energy healing and alternative health. And the reason why is because it works. So it really doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. There's something here for everyone. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Energy Healing Conference. Tammy Anderson Ward, whose interview you're listening to right now from Hope Haven Events, has produced dozens of life-changing conferences, retreats, and events since 2014, helping to bring clarity to thousands about energy healing. We're excited to tell you about this event, Energy Healing Conference. It's coming to downtown Salt Lake City, on June 21st and June 22nd, right to the Salt Palace Convention Center. There will be dozens of nationally acclaimed speakers who are experts in the field of energy medicine, nutrition, acupuncture, qigong, chakra wellness, and 200 alternative health vendors with unique products and services. Some of the keynote speakers include Carol Tuttle, Tam Pendleton, Benjamin King, and Tammy Anderson Ward, whose interview you're listening to right now here on the podcast, you can head on over to their website, energyhealingconference.com. This is where you can find out more information about this conference. 
I Am Salt Lake podcast listeners. You're going to want to pay attention though, because we have a promo code for you. I am SLC, all one word, I am SLC. Use that at checkout. You're going to save yourself $10 off your general admission ticket. This is a great way to support the podcast and, and save a little bit of money on your ticket. Again, that website, energyhealingconference.com. This is where you could find all the information out about the conference. You can purchase your ticket. Go check it out. Again, that conference is June 21st and the 22nd, so it's coming up here quick. Many thanks to Energy Healing Conference for sponsoring this episode of the podcast, and we'll see you guys there. So if somebody's interested in energy healing, just in general, but they don't know much about it, I mean, I'm sure there'd be some great, like you said, some great beginner Absolutely. classes. Absolutely. In okay. fact, we'll even have a beginner's guide right in our conference booklet. It's going to be about 50 pages inside of our conference booklet, but we'll have a beginner's guide that will come yeah. with every single one. So you'll know exactly which classes are for beginners. Yeah. Cause that just popped in my head. I was going to ask you like, where should somebody begin if they want to get into energy healing? But there's the answer right there. Go, yeah. to, go to the energy healing conference. <laughs> yeah, but well, okay. Let's say they're listening afterwards hypothetically, right? Yeah. They're, they're listening after the conference. Where's a good place to start to get into energy healing? So if you go to our website, energyhealingconference.com, there is actually a really great opportunity there for you called Go and Grow. And that is where you can literally have access to hundreds of different classes from past conferences. And it's so cool. It's like 20 bucks a month and you have instant access to hundreds of classes. So it's not like one a month. It's literal instant access. So you can go learn about whatever you want. Just go nuts. Yeah. That's so cool. What's yeah. been like one of the biggest things that has changed your life from doing these conferences? Is there something that you just never thought would happen because you you never expected it? I'm so glad you asked that question. Seriously, because oh. I don't think people ask me that question. It's so insightful because, you know, as as we've already mentioned, I have eight kids and we talked about my son's um, experience that he had when he was two, but that's definitely not been our only experience with health. And we've had so many different hotspots on our journey. I'm thinking of our timeline here where different things have happened and we've needed the information that I've learned from the conferences and different practitioners and experts that came have come and taught. One of them, as an, just as an example, is I had a son who actually started himself on fire. Like he, we have a wood burning stove um, and I mean, we don't use it very often at all. So anybody with, you know, breathing conditions, don't be ticked off at me right now. It's used very far and few between, but this one particular day we were using it and he was leaning back. He had a long t-shirt on and it was kind of like sagging, you know what I mean? And I had just stoked the fire and I forgot to put the screen back. And so it was totally my fault, but he literally started on fire. And inside the house, inside the house. And I was in the other room in the kitchen and, uh, you know, we hadn't even taught stop, drop and roll yet. Like we should have taught that immediately as soon as we got the fireplace in the house. But you know, we just, it didn't ever have a, we didn't Didn't ever come up. Yeah, exactly. It didn't ever come up. So he runs into the kitchen where I am and he is full fledged on, you know, flames. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Seriously. And you know, you think that, if there's an emergency situation, you are going to know exactly what to do. You're going to be clear minded and you'll be able to think quick. Intuition's supposed to kick in you and know, take over. But this is what happened. I like started to, I actually was fanning the flames in an attempt to put them out with my hands, you know, trying to pat them. And in the process, burned the heck out of my fingers. And my son was, you know, he definitely wasn't out of. You know, how, how old was your son now? You... He's He was about five or six when okay. this happened. Okay. So if you can kind of see the whole time frame, like how old he is and this whole experience. And then I, I, what happened was I pulled his shirt off. I pulled it up straight above and I threw the shirt on to the tile floor and I took him and I was literally getting ready to put him into the shower. Because, right, what do you usually do when you get a burn? You put it under cold water, right? Yeah. Right. And I literally heard a voice that said, stop, right before I put him in to this cold shower. And I was like, what the heck? So I stopped for a minute and in my mind, I saw a picture of this salve that I had just ordered because I was foot zoning people at the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I went and I got the the salve. We put it on his back, which by the way, like his, not just his skin was melted off and burned, but his tissues, like you could, it was pretty intense. It was definitely a third degree burn. You know, most people at that point would have just rushed him to the hospital. 
And there's probably some people right now listening thinking, why didn't you take him to the hospital? Well, I literally felt that I was not supposed to. And I actually contacted an energy worker and she said, well, I'm, I'm talking to her on the phone and I'm working with my son. And my son says to me, I'm cold. And she starts laughing on the phone. And I said, why are you laughing? Like, I was actually kind of ticked. Like, this is an emergency situation. Why are you, you know, like, hello, why are you laughing? Like a legit laugh. This is not lighthearted. She's like laughing. Yeah. And, wow. and I said, why are you laughing? And she said, well, I just pulled all the heat out of his back. And it was literally at the exact moment of when he said, I'm cold. He never experienced pain after that. And his back healed so quickly that it was completely back to normal within three weeks. Wow. And, you know, you know, people within one hour that were walking into the room were like, what's that pink stuff right there? And I said, that's pink, healthy tissue that's now being formed where this burn was. Like it was happening right before our very eyes. And this was an energy worker that was doing proxy work from 11 hours away. You know, energy is intelligent. And I've just I've seen so many things like my I ran over my goat and broke her leg and we were able to fix her leg within, you know, three days. It was fixed. You, you have goats. Well, I don't anymore. You, you used to. I like my flowers now, yeah. so I got rid of them. <laughs> yeah. So how, explain, okay, now you got me a little more intrigued here. Energy, what, what, is it just good thoughts? Is that what energy healing is then, I guess? Or is that, is it too like what's complicated? what's the base of energy Is it too healing? complicated to get into on a podcast really quick? Well, it would be more, it would be too complicated for me to teach you exactly what she did. But the premise is that energy is intelligent. And so that's why she could literally do the energy work even from 11 hours away, right? Energy is intelligent, but it's more than just good thoughts. But how did it know to get to him? Right. She was sending him the exact frequency that he needed to be able to build those new cells. And actually that teacher is going to be speaking at this conference. Yes. Her name's Courtney Beardall. So go to that class for sure. She's amazing. And I bet you your son just loves her, right? She's she's the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, that, I mean, that's amazing. You would think more people would get into this. What what do you think the biggest holdup? Are are a lot of people, I mean, is is there a holdup? I guess just people are discovering it, I guess. It's just kind of one of those There probably hasn't been a lot of access to information on it until, you know, in the last, what, five to 10 years, I would, I would think yeah. like the, well, it's just the like age an, of the an, internet, anything, I guess, you know, yeah. exposing the truth, get yeah. the truth mm-hmm. out. Cause you know, people don't want us to be our own doctors. I mean, well, you listen to the Gordon Pedersen episode and, yeah. and, and whatnot, but uh, very cool. Now I got to go check out that one too. Cause I'd like to learn. Cause I got some things I think energy healing could help. Oh, totally. I I'm, don't. I'm stoked to go to this conference. Like yes. I'm really excited <laughs> to see all the different types of things that there are there. How, what, Absolutely. What do you do? Okay. We all run into uh, those moments, right? Where we're not motivated or energized and we're just like, we, we, we barely want to get out of bed in the morning. Right. But you seem like the type that you have things you do. Cause I'm, I'm sure you were like, I can't just stay in bed today. I got too much to do. What do you do on the days you don't want to do things? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm actually really glad that you brought that up because before I started doing these conferences, that was actually something I struggled with. Depression. Oh yes on and off throughout my whole life. And as a matter of fact, um, I mean, through eight of my kids, I've had postpartum depression three different times and have experienced suicidal thoughts and, and depression, you know, many times. In fact, we haven't really brought this up yet, but I'm a recovering meth addict. My dad went to prison for dealing meth, which I was hoping we can get into. I knew I read that or heard that a little bit. Yeah. 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 I've been clean now for 21 years, but it's definitely part of my journey, you know, And there's so many different things that energy healing can help with, but that one specifically for me is one that I'm really very, very grateful for. Um, I've, I've told people before I had this experience this one day where I was laying in bed, I just woken up and I just started to cry. And as the tears came out of my eyes, they literally like filled up these little ponds inside of my ear, right? Like just, and then they started to, the tears just kind of over flooded down into the back of the hairs on the back of my neck. And I reached up and I felt them. They were crispy. They were crunchy. And I thought to myself, when was the last time I had a shower? And I realized it had actually been two weeks. You know, and here I have all these kids and I'm like, oh, two weeks. I, I think I might need some help. Hmm. And I realized I needed some help. And I had some experiences that really, I feel like they literally did lead me to, to energy healing. I'm so grateful for them. 
and your husband wasn't telling you you needed a shower? Well, my husband was working like 70 hours a week. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I, I guess you probably wouldn't want you to tell your wife. Your wife. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't, you don't, don't tell your wife she needs a shower. But, but I mean, like postpartum depression is very serious. Yes. You it know, is. it's really, and it's like so difficult to overcome because you can't really see straight when you're going through it too. Yes. And you must have been, you know, you had to deal with it probably, what, every two years. So it was probably chronic. Yeah, well, especially these three times, Mm -hmm. these three specific times. I mean, I literally would this one time specifically, I I had to drive up by Pineview Dam up, you know, past uh, in Ogden Canyon. Mm -hmm. And I was driving up there and I every time I would go up there, I would just picture myself driving off right into the dam, into Pineview. And I I literally was just like, you know what? There's got to be something different. There's got to be something more than just wanting to die all the time. Like, just please give me that, you know? And I'm so thankful for the conferences because my husband and I have had people literally come to our conferences before and they've handed us suicide notes. And one lady specifically, she handed my husband a suicide note and he was kind of panicked, chased her down. It's this older gal in her sixties. And my husband said, what is this? Like, you know, are you for real? Like what's going on? And she said, no, I'm giving that to you because I don't need it anymore. For the first time in my life, I have hope again. She said, I don't need that. I'm going to live and I don't ever need to use that note. And so we know that our conferences are not just helping people to live better, but we know that they're also saving lives as well. So like, is there something that you do? Is there something that you have created for your own daily routine to kind of help you stay motivated or get energized? Yes, absolutely. So I have an AM routine that consists of five basic things. One of them is I go through a visualization every morning. And in my visualization, I go through the items that are on my vision board. And I experience not just from like me seeing them happen standpoint, but I actually wait till I feel the emotion of me in that. And so there's been many times that I'll actually visualize myself walking down the hall at a conference and and people coming up and telling me thank you and and sharing stories of hope and healing and and really that's what happens every time I go to a conference I'm so thankful for just how many lives it's changed so the visualization is one of them um the next one is I always do a meditation where I actually write down questions and then I wait for the answers to come during my meditation And I always write down those answers. So I've got like treasure troves of these journals where I've written down a question, posed this question to my subconscious or to the universe or to your higher power, however you want to say it, right? And then when that answer comes, write it down. What kind of questions? I mean, I guess any life questions, stuff you're struggling with at the moment, I guess, or? Yeah, it could be anything like that. How do I succeed in business more? Um, How do I help my particular son that is struggling with something? Um, How do I you know, help, how do I help this part of the yard that's not working properly? Like it could be anything. Well, I'm going to steal these things. That's why I'm yeah, asking. No, what kind good. of questions do I need to ask myself here? Yeah, I'll let you keep going. That's why I'm sharing in detail actually, because yeah. I would, I would hope that somebody would yeah, steal sure. this idea because of how much it's really helped me. So the visualization and then this meditation process and actually the meditation, if you want to go in even greater detail, um, I got this from a book that was written in like the 1930s. It's called The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. And it's just, it's a quick read. I got it the first time and I read it and I went, oh my gosh, everybody needs this book. So I went, I bought 70 copies off of Amazon right away. And I literally started to hand them out to people. Here, you need this. Here, you need this. You know what I mean? Like, is it like the original The Secret? Yeah. It's like, it's a huge life changer. Yeah. You know, it was a game changer for me. Definitely talks a lot about there in there. There's a chapter in there specifically about healing and just all kinds of different helpful tips in there. But um, so I always do something with my own voice. So one of my favorite things to do, and I always hesitate whenever I share this because it's it's weird. You know what I mean? Like this is weird. It works though, right? (laughs) It really does. Like it really does. So I'll just share it with you. So I actually go in my bathroom and I get really close to my mirror not like an inch away, but like, you know, a few inches away, like five inches away. And I just sit and I stare right into my eyeballs, like deep into my eyeballs. Like I'm connecting with my own soul. I love it. And I look deep into my eyes and I give myself a pep talk. Okay, girl, this is what you got going on today. You got this. And I tell myself, I love you. You are good. You are good enough. 
you are successful, you are smart, you are and you know, worthy of good things in your life. You know, and I, I literally do this whole mirror talk. And actually, when my four-year-old daughter wakes up, we do it with her too. She gets in front of the mirror. I say, okay, who are you? She looks right into her own eyeballs. I am Amanda. That's right. And who is Amanda? Amanda is smart. And then she looks at herself. Amanda, you are smart. And she she goes deep. And she I don't even have to do it for her anymore, really. I just kind of get her started. And she she really, she's told herself some things that I'm in the back as a mom. I'm behind her and I'm blowing my eyes out because she's inspiring, you yeah. know? I think that's so great. I mean, you hear about giving yourself pep talks and positive self-speaking and all that, but I've never actually heard of anyone really looking into their own eyes, which seems like an incredibly powerful thing to do because I know when we look into each other's eyes and talk to each other, there's a connection there that you you wouldn't get just talking on the phone. And so it seems like you have a deeper connection with yourself doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've learned to really love myself through that process. I remember when I was about probably 14 or so, Mm -hmm. my grandma, one of the original hippies, right? (laughs) She... (laughs) She actually told me, go look in the, your, go look at your eyes right in the mirror and go tell yourself that you love yourself three times. And I remember trying to do it and I just cried. I couldn't do it. I didn't really feel mm. like I loved myself. And as I've done it more and more, and you know, if, at first, if you try doing this and it's not easy for you and you, you're like, oh, screw it. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Just like blow it off. But if you will actually do this on a consistent basis, even if you just start talking to yourself in your mind initially, Get start working it up to get to the point where you can do it out loud because there's something really powerful about the energy coming through your vocal cords Mm. and actually being able to hear your own voice saying it too. So start out initially in your mind and then work up to where you can actually say it out loud. And um, I call this efficient parenting as well. I've recorded a recording on my phone for each of my children as well. So I, you know, my older kids who have their own email and everything, I email them. So, hey, this is mom. I want to give you a message today. And I share with them what I think about them. Who are they? They're brilliant. They're leaders. They're smart. They're ambitious. They're, you know what I mean? Like I, I've been so grateful because it's more than just me saying, hey, you know, you can do anything you want. This is something that they listen to on a daily basis. So I want them to do mere time on their own, but I also want them to hear my words too and what I really believe about them as a person. It's just it's powerful. I've actually asked mentors to do it for me too. <laughs> like how oh, long yeah. will you do this for? Like 20 minutes no, or no, no, as no. long as you want? No, 10, no, no. Five minutes? I Until mean, someone walks in and they're like, what are you doing? So it's, it's really quick. So I mean, all of this, I mean, the meditation, uh, what was the other, I, my mind's already, it's already The visualization, oh, visualization. Meditation. Like how long will all this take you? Less than 30 minutes, okay. but some of it I can do while I'm also in the shower too. Oh, so like, okay. I, I like listening to some positive statements and, you know, you can go on like, you know, any old Spotify or Apple or whatever, there's all kinds of positive affirmations that are recorded on YouTube or whatever. But I like just putting on whatever feels good. And I listen to them also. That's one of my next steps in the shower. So I'm doing it kind of as, as I go throughout the morning. Right. But you know, when I, I, I call it my soft snooze. And so when I'm doing my visualization, it's like right before I actually want to go get up. It's like, if I fall back asleep, it's okay. Cause I got my next snooze button coming up. Right. And that space right there, when you very first wake up, they actually call that the hyper learning state, the theta state. And it is the most powerful brain wavelength right there that you possibly have. So when you wake up and you're actually doing your meditation, you've already done the visualization part of it. So it's like your brain's already going, okay, what else is out there? You know what I mean? It's, it's really powerful. I want to try that out. I know, me too. Just to try, what, what, do you, what do you say, like 21 days or something? Or I mean, it's hard to really know how long it will take for I most people. I usually tell people 30. To, about yeah. 30 days to generate a habit. It is interesting. You know, I try to like write my little grateful list every day. Um, that was kind of something I started at the beginning of the year and I kind of tr- fail. It is interesting though. Now that I think about it, no wonder my brain has done weird stuff because I've, I've, <laughs> I've kind of slipped up on a lot of my routines. I'm very good with routines and, and, uh, goal setting. And that's and doing, my fifth thing. So is, is, is goal setting or routines, no, routines. writing down the things that you're oh. Great, grateful oh, you for. Oh, st- sorry. I kind of jumped yeah. in there. No, you, no, you, you're you good. still had things that you were sharing. That, that was my fifth thing. So, um, expressing gratitude. And the thing is you don't want to just write down the things that you're grateful for. You actually want to wait till you feel that shift. 
you know, how, uh, you can think about the things that you're grateful for. You could even do this just when you're driving to work or whatever. You don't actually have to write them down every single time, but just acknowledging them and wait till you feel that emotional shift. Even ask yourself the question, what would my life be like if I didn't have this? <laughs> that really helps you to fill yeah. that shift pretty fast. Oh yeah. Cause you're actually starting your day with a genuine gratitude as opposed to, okay, I'm going to write this down because I yeah. told myself I'm yeah, going to. Yeah, I got to. this checklist item I yeah. got to do. <laughs> yeah, interesting. See, and I've never done that. I need to do it. Like, I know, Chris, you do gratitude lists. and you Like, I've found notebooks of Chris's. He'll make goals, and then two years later, I'll look at the list, and he's hit all the goals that he made two years before. Way to go, Chris. And I'm like, you how find on my earth go- is that? You find my goal I notebook? Found one. <laughs> I did. I found one. Well, you the baby awesome. was playing with it, and I was like, how oh, my gosh. Why is that embarrassing? I don't know. We don't need you accomplished Are all you kidding? Of them. That is amazing. That's the cool You're thing. a master manifester. <laughs> he yeah. is. Like, you- That's another thing I want to get into is manifesting. I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but good about manifesting, especially this has been a new thing. Is this a new thing that people do or is this just new for me to be exposed to it? I think that you've probably been more exposed to it than you're aware of. Yeah. I think that, you know, like for example, when yeah. I was 10 years old, I lived in Brigham City, Utah. And I met this boy there. Oh, my goodness. I had this journal, and on every single page, it said, I love Casey Ward. On every single page. He is such a major babe. He is getting cuter by the second. Like, you know what I'm talking about, oh, Christy. Yeah. You, wrote, you wrote your name with his name? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. All through junior high and Sign high school. Sign his last name to see I was just writing my name, Tammy Ward. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what you do. I literally did. Of course, I didn't tell him that till after we were married, right? Yeah, you don't want to scare him off. <laughs> He's like, you're a stalker. <laughs> He's like, thank you for being a stalker, you know, because obviously we're like still madly in love after 20 years. So super happy family and... Honestly, I was kind of scared to get married, having my upbringing the way it was. But I am super passionate about this guy still. Oh, my gosh. Well, it seems like a good guy if he stuck with you through all the things we're talking about, you know? Oh, yeah. And and I we didn't scratch the surface really. <laughs> <laughs> so so manifesting kind of goes back to the energy thing. It's, it's really putting the yeah. good energy out there, kind of it's that thing of what, where your thoughts are and all of that, in which... I do believe what you think is what happens in yeah. in, in life. Well, right? you you choose one type of car to just say this oh, is yeah. this is going to say be the type of car, and then you are going to start noticing that car everywhere you yeah. look. Every time I'm about to buy a new car, that happens. I think I want to get a Subaru this time. Well, everybody has one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody had one yesterday. Exactly. Right. <laughs> no, it is it is interesting, but uh, well, like the book "As a Man Thinketh," right? There's that's, it's one of my favorites. Uh, I'm. I was going to say, I'm sure you've heard of. Have you read that book? Uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't read it. You need to read it. You, you know, know what? Shame on me. My grandma actually used to buy that book by the box full. And in fact, when my dad went to prison for dealing drugs, uh, my grandma actually went and she gave him that book. And she told him, you know, she had eight kids. She only had one daughter. And my dad was, he was pretty abusive and some things had gone down. Right. But my grandmother took my dad that book and gave it to him. And she told him that she forgave him for everything and that she loved him and that she believed that that book could change his life. My dad actually told me last week that he believes that that book did change his life. He's been clean now for almost 20 years as well. Wow. Very cool. You still got a pretty good relationship with your dad? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Very Just cool. was texting him a few minutes ago. What, <laughs> uh, awesome. what kind of advice would you give somebody who wants to put on a conference? Not necessarily the same type of conference, right. just in general. I, I don't know. Do you have a, one or two pieces of advice you Absolutely. would give Absolutely. Number one, Make sure that your health is where you want it to be because it can be very stressful, truthfully. And so take extra B vitamins. Don't be afraid of taking some extra B complex vitamins, right? They help your body deal with stress. Definitely do some things on a periodic basis where you, you, it helps your body to maintain that because they can be very stressful. Um, the, the, that's kind of a funny little tip there, but I'm serious when I say that. The other thing that I would say is start collaborating. You have to be in the business of believing that working with other people is a good thing. I know a lot of people who have started, but they were more about competition Hmm. instead of collaboration. So if you can really believe that you want to help other people and that is your intention, 
you'll be successful. That's been my number one thing that I've been able to find is because I find people who I can't wait to get them in front of other people because I know the information that they have is literally going to help the people in the audience. It's going to change their life. So I can't help but want to put them on. You know what I mean? When you're not putting on conferences, Tammy, what are some of your other hobbies and interests? What are some other things you enjoy doing? Is there anything else? I'm just kidding. I'm do, you, do you get opportunities to go like speak at other people's conferences? Oh, yeah. I guess too. Yeah, or, I enjoy or, speaking and. Mm-hmm. Or I'll what do you do you, for Tammy time? Yeah, Tammy time. Like, what do I do for Tammy time? Okay, now don't laugh, but I actually really love getting massages. No, so no, why, why would, <laughs> that's amazing. Why would I laugh about that? You know how there's like all these different love languages. My mm-hmm. love language is legit touch. Like that's why when I got here and I hugged you, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so okay. glad she's a hugger because. <laughs> I, that's my love language. So I really like getting massages or foot massages. I really love rubbing my family's feet. Like tonight when I get home, I already told all my kids, okay, you guys make sure your feet are washed. Cause I'm, I'm rubbing everybody's feet. And so they're super excited that's for me to mom. get home. Oh, heck yes. yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a great opportunity to bond with your kids and connect with them. You know what I mean? And so anyway, I love doing stuff like that. I love, I have a garden um, with a bunch of strawberries and tomatoes and herbs. I love that. I have a horse, um, chickens. You know, we live in the country. We like to go four-wheeling and camping and hiking and all of the stuff that Utah affords Again, us. because you have so much free time, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not in June, but after June we do. <laughs> well, you know, that makes sense. She mentions rubbing feet. Chrissy's always rubbing oh. my shoulders and mm-hmm. wanting my love to, language to, is touch to, too. to yeah. massage. And, and he's like, always like, ah, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not complaining, <laughs> I but I just but feel, sometimes sometimes I sometimes I feel guilty because I'm like, well, gosh, uh, I should yeah. down. But it is, it, like, it makes you feel mm-hmm. better. I don't know. I can't even explain it. I get it though. I really do. I mean, and I was even questioning myself, like, am I being like a glutton or something? Because I really, really love getting massages. Like, no, no. that's just one of my love languages. Well, yeah. And I know? mean, it's healthy. It's good for you. It, it gets like all of your elements within within you moving and warmed up and, you know. Yeah. Well, there's so it's many It's good on benefits. multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I need to kind of shift gears a little bit here to a couple of, uh, well, you know, since I know you're not directly in Salt Lake City. So let's just say Utah in general, right? Uh, or, I mean, Salt Lake City, I ask people uh, that come through here, like if somebody was visiting Salt Lake City for the for the weekend, what would you tell them to check out? But let's even shift that to Utah because you're up north, right? Like what would what would some what would you tell someone to check out if they came up your way? Is there is there anything? I mean, hikes or. or oh, my gosh, there's tons and tons. You of mentioned hikes. even camping. What's some good camping spots? Yeah, up your so way? we we actually really love going to Bear Lake. Okay. If you live in Utah and you haven't been to Bear Lake yet, you definitely need to check it out because it is awesome. I love the I go to the South Beach Um there's a whole bunch of different beaches you can go to. But that one is like super awesome because it almost feels like you're, you know, at the ocean. There's like. The waves that come in, there's seashells all over, the nice beaches with, we do sandcastles. We just, I mean, I love it. I usually will put a a shorter lawn chair right up against where the water's coming in. I'll put my feet in and I'll actually do like an abundance meditation where all of the waves that are coming in, it's just like abundance coming, you know, it doesn't stop. You know, it's not like you can count how many little granules of sand there are, you know, there's just, it's, there's so much. And so I'll do that uh, type of stuff. I love Bear Lake. I love, love, love Bear Lake. Anything up in Logan Canyon, I mean, really any time of year, Logan Canyon is just absolutely beautiful. You can do snowmobiling or you can do hiking. There's just, there's so much. So Bear Lake and Logan Canyon area is just absolutely phenomenal. I'm a homeschool mom, so we also frequently check out all of the hotspots for field trips. Sure. So we recently discovered the Discovery Gateway. And oh, love, here, here in Salt Lake. Yeah. Love that place. We go to like the aquarium and the Hogel Zoo and just like, you know, all over really just any, anything like that, that can really help my kids want to learn. I'm all about teaching them to love to learn. Cause it's not like when you get to be like graduation, senior time, all of a sudden now you're done with your learning. No, yeah. learning is like learning starts. Exactly. Don't you think? Like everything before that, you're like, well, that was growing up. Now I'm learning. 
I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Is that a public school thing? I'm just think, teasing. Chrissy. You know what? I think it is a public. I'm so teasing. Most you. of us were checked out our entire public school life. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing. You. It's accurate. It's accurate. Do you have uh, one or two favorite local eating spots by chance? Do you have like oh a place gosh. that you love when P. you come? P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's. For sure. Okay. Well, I'm gluten free. Okay. And yeah. they always deliver. In fact, we've even gone there on a field trip before. We were on our way to Timpanogos Cave to do a hike. And yeah, we go all over the place, huh? Like that's kind of far, but we totally, we just love it. We were, we went to PF Chang's. We went there a little bit early. It was before their lunch rush. Yeah. They were so, so nice. They're like, do you, would you like a tour? We're like, what? They're like, oh yeah, come on in the back. They brought out like three appetizers here. Try all these. We're like, are you kidding me? They just, they, I always feel like they always go above and beyond. So it's like one of my favorites. Now, I know we kind of just skimmed the surface here today, Tammy. I know there's so much we could talk about with you. I mean, with the conference, with, I mean, even like you mentioned how you were a meth addict. I mean, that, that, gosh, that could be a whole nother podcast on its own. But let's give the rundown again, the Energy Healing Conference for people listening as we kind of wind this uh, episode up a little bit. And I'm, we'll have to bring it back through. Oh, yeah. You know, there's, I'd love there's it. There's a lot more. I'd love it. You uh, guys are so fun. <laughs> oh, you're so, I feel like there's just so oh, much. Oh, there is. And I'm just yeah. sitting here. I was like, gosh, what should we talk about? What should we do? But <laughs> tell the listeners again how to find out more about the Energy Healing Conference and kind of a little bit about it. So if you want to come and learn more, go to energyhealingconference.com. We've got a great coupon code for all of the listeners here as well. But we want you to be able to come because it will open up your mind and it'll broaden your horizons to other health options that are out there. We're not saying do this instead of medical and traditional you know, health options that are out there. We're saying this is a great complementary therapy for you. And there's just so many different things. It doesn't matter if you want to come look at it from an emotional standpoint or a mental standpoint or a physical standpoint, but there's just so much to learn. So really come customize your own experience. You can go to our Facebook page also, Energy Healing Conference, and learn more there. We've got so many different studies that we publish there. We've got a team of scientists that are coming. It's not just like this homeschool mom from the country's idea of like energy healing. No, this is like we've got lots and lots of professionals, experts who have been doing this for decades, and they've got lots of studies behind them. We want to really help legitimize this for people who just think it's woo-woo. You know what I mean? It's, it's real. It works. Well, and I already told you I'm coming. Yeah. I'm excited to I'm, be there. I'm super so stoked. if you want to come and hang out with me, then come to the conference, <laughs> right? That's what I say, right? I mean, that's worth it alone, right? Right. But, Absolutely. Uh, and then, so your website, energyhealingconference.com, I guess would be the best way to get a hold of you, or I guess Absolutely. through the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Was there anything that you were hoping that we would talk about before we completely let you out of here? Well, I know that there's a lot of people who maybe they in their, in their, uh, maybe their in-laws or maybe their, when they were in their own upbringing, maybe they were exposed to some different things that were alternative. Maybe you had a great experience or maybe you didn't come find out more because, you know, if you make a, your own opinion, your own judgment based off of just one experience that really doesn't give you a really clear perspective or a clear foundation of what it really is. So that's why we really want to encourage you to come so that you can find out the truth about what it is. And like I said, we, we have people who are coming from all over the world our vendor hall alone could take you two days to get through because there's so many different yeah. things. Um, we just, we, we want you to come check it out. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of life advice or a motto that you live by, what would it be? Definitely don't give up because it's kind of like life is kind of like the weather in Utah. If you don't like how things are going right now, wait five minutes. Many thanks again to Tammy Anderson Ward for joining us on this episode of the podcast. You can find all the links to connect with her and all the links for the Energy Healing Conference by visiting our website at IamSaltLake.com forward slash 385. Also, don't forget that listeners of this podcast can use that promo code IAMSLC for discounts on your tickets. Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9, amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or online at krcl.org. And it is weekly recommendation time. I feel like I should uh, introduce this segment, but I think 
I think people are used to it by now. I don't know. I mean, basically, the gist of it is we each give a recommendation. Yeah, something we enjoyed this week. Something we enjoyed or something we think you might enjoy because we're going to recommend it to you or uh, whatever whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, I like it. Hey, because it's your birthday today, I'm going to let you go first. Well, thank you so much. I actually today would like to recommend Rich's Burgers on Broadway, downtown Salt Lake City. It is so good. I actually got a chance to walk across the street from work and go get a burger there the other day. And I didn't even know it existed. It's not very prominent. Yeah. But man, they make a good burger. I don't think a lot of our listeners even realize that you work right downtown. I do. Well, now you do. Now I do. You weren't before. You were working way on the south end of the valley. But now Mm -hmm. that you're downtown, this is what I asked you. I said, Chrissy, do you have a recommendation? I mean, you're eating probably lunch downtown a lot now. Oh, man. That's the one thing about eating downtown is there's so many amazing food places that you can really go crazy. But Rich's Burgers. Rich's Burgers, so good. And they have fried green beans. It's right there. next to Junior's there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Junior's yeah. Tavern, great bar there as well. Yeah, hey, there's but, a Junior's too. But my recommendation, so Chrissy's over here recommending burgers. <laughs> I'm recommending uh, Liquid Joe's on a Saturday night, the Spasmatics. An 80s cover band. It's been a few years since I saw them, Chrissy, but uh, last night, actually, mm-hmm. Monique and Jeremy, you know, over yeah. at Market Source Real Estate, our sponsors over there, you know, they've they've turned into good friends of ours and and uh, they recommended, hey, l- let's go dancing for, for Chrissy's uh, birthday. And like, what a perfect birthday. Oh my gosh. The spasmatics are so good. Oh, I forgot how good they were. Oh. I'm like, I'm a fan of the 80s, you know, oh, so yeah. I just enjoy watching them play. And so I know listeners of the podcast are always looking like for date ideas or different things to do. Hey, write this down. I mean, Liquid Joe's Spasmatics, right at like, what, 3300 South, 1100 East, right up there on the east side. Go check it out. It's a fun Saturday night, right? I agree. And that's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to support our show sponsors, Five Wives Vodka, Market Source Real Estate, Energy Healing Conference, and KRCL. We'll have links for all of them at our website under the notes for this episode, which you can find at IamSaltLake.com. And while you're on the website, be sure to check out our back catalog of episodes. We have almost 400 episodes right now all on the website. You can go there, you can listen to them, you can uh, share that link with your family and friends. Let's get the word out about this podcast though, and let's let's grow up bigger and better here in 2019, right guys? And if you want to send us anything ever, you can always send us letters, postcards, cookies, packages, I don't know, whatever you want. To P.O. Box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. You have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And we're going to see you next week on the next episode. And good night, Grammy.